Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. So great to have you here with us today. Thank you for making this your first listen when it comes to everything Duke Athletics. My name is JJ Jackson, proud to be the host of the show, and thank you for all the support that we've seen here on Locked On Blue Devils. Today, everything Coach K said at ACC tip-off before the final season that he is our head coach after four decades of serving as the Duke men's basketball coach, 2021-2022 will be the last time we see him at an event like ACC tip-off. I want you to hear everything that was said in Charlotte this week. Follow our show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to subscribe and follow Locked on Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. Please leave us a five-star rating and review. Five-star Fridays. We really push for those five-star readings on the Apple Podcast platform. I can give you a shout-out if you leave us one of those five-star ratings. Thank you a lot for doing that. If you have any questions, Mailbag Monday's right around the corner. Questions that I answer on a Monday edition of the program. I do this every few weeks. So if you've got any questions about anything, and I mean anything, in the world of Duke sports, send it to me at LO underscore Blue Devils on Twitter or an email LockedOnBlueDevils at gmail.com. All right, without further ado, let's take a quick break. When we come back, Mike Krzyzewski, Wendell Moore Jr., Joey Baker in the main media room at ACC Tip-Off. Let's listen to what they had to say here on Locked on Blue Devils. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at SweatBlock. SweatBlock is doctor-created, doctor-recommended, and works for up to seven days per use. Dry shirt guarantee. If SweatBlock doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. It is featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by firefighters. You know that this is legit. A bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years with over 13,000 reviews manufactured right here in the USA. SweatBlock obviously helps folks that have trouble with the pit stains. Excessive sweating is something that not everyone loves to talk about, but SweatBlock is here to help you out. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out SweatBlock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or at Amazon and CVS. And for the team, we've got uh, right in front of you, first row. Dan Tortora, wakeupcalldt.com. Coach, it's been an incredible run, an incredible history for you, sitting here knowing that this is the last season. Just what's going through your mind and, and just what you can say about this moment. Yeah, well, that's not going through my mind. Uh, my, my mind is on this season, and uh, when it's over, I'll know that it's my last. And uh, these guys deserve for me to be in their season. So that's where I'm at. I think they would tell you that that's where I'm at. <laughs> we'll stay straight ahead right in the second row. Alyssa Ray, WNCN Raleigh. Coach, to have a coach in waiting on the bench, what's the benefits of that, knowing that he's there and you can kind of coach him throughout the year? And for the players to be able to have that transition with Coach K and also your new coach? Well, he's not a coach in waiting. He's my associate head coach. And uh, he's been... Uh, with me for eight years 
and he's basically going to do the same fantastic job that he's always done and and then uh, take over and continue to do that job. But these guys can uh, talk about, about John or whoever else you want them to talk about. Um, with Coach Shire, I mean, he's been great, um, especially my time being here. He's helped so much, um, not only on the court, but off the court things. Um, and I think the transition's already uh, going to go smoothly. And I, I honestly don't think there was a better person for the job. Yeah, following that up, I mean, I think Shire, Coach Shire is I mean, amazing guy. He's fully bought in um, to each individual guy on the team and um, the overall team success. And um, kind of speaking for him, he's he's not really thinking about next year. He's fully bought into this year, and and that goes for the whole team. Team straight ahead to the left, right uh, towards the camera there. Uh, Coach K, it's Corlin Griffin with three-point conversion. Um, as everyone knows and has mentioned, this is your last year. You're retiring after this year, but... You, can, Going, you all don't need to keep reminding me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm but, 74 and I still have a memory. Yeah, all right? But, so I'm good. But uh, going into this season, is there anything besides, you know, that sixth championship that you're looking to accomplish? No, I just, what, what I do for every year once I learned how to coach um, is to be in the moment, to get to know my guys. I feel great about my relationship with each individual player in our team because uh, it wasn't like last year. I can act, I actually spent a lot of time, have spent a lot of time with them and not being on the road recruiting has been a godsend for me and as far as de uh, developing those relationships. So just, you know, look, I've loved what I've done, <laughs> what I've been doing my whole life. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna continue to do it the way that we've, that I've done it. Team, to your right. Hey, Coach. Brendan Marks from The Athletic. You had mentioned a few weeks ago that Wendell had had not just a great summer, but a sensational summer. Can you just elaborate on some of the ways you've seen him grow from his freshman year to now and, and some of the new elements that maybe he's incorporating into his game? Yeah. Well, I wish you didn't say that in front of him. Uh, he gets a big head. No. Uh, you know, they, 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 the expression of trust your work, well, in order to trust something, you have to work. And... Uh, you know, he's really worked hard in the spring in becoming a better athlete, becoming healthier. And uh, uh, I'm very impressed with the job he's done. And, and same thing with Joey. They, they both worked really hard. And, you know, we, we've been together for a while. So that, that's, that's been a cool thing. And uh, I'm so happy that they're my co-captains and because uh, they – they have really added a voice in our practice sessions that has been uh, a good one. You need that from the player's perspective. Second row to the far right here. Uh, Chris Lee from uh, WRL. Uh, I wanted to ask Wendell and Joey, uh, with you guys both being from North Carolina, grew up watching Duke, how does it feel to be the part of the last, be the last captains for Coach K um, for his, his final season? Um, like you said, growing up in North Carolina, uh, Duke basketball is really all I watched growing up. Uh, so it's been a lifelong dream of mine to, uh, to play for coach and uh, ultimately play for Duke. And uh, to be able to do that on his last team, most people may call it pressure, uh, but I don't really uh, think of it as pressure at all. Um, it's just another opportunity to do what we love to do. Yeah, I mean, following up on what Wendell said, you grow up in North Carolina, watch Duke and the games that they played in and the, the tradition of the program. So. Um, it's just an incredible opportunity. 
and uh, we're taking it day by day, trying to get better every day and living in the moment, um, not looking too far ahead and uh, just really thankful for this opportunity. In the back towards the left, we'll ask the young lady to stand up. This Thank is you. for the players. I'm Kira Lup with Sports Illustrated. You guys are a part of historic season as captains of this team. How do you maintain the normalcy for this team, but also making sure that Coach K has a great season to cap it off? Um, Nancy, I think, uh, I think for us and all the guys in the locker room, uh, uh, we really know that we still have a mission to accomplish. Um, I, I mean, first we set that um, goal early. Uh, I'm really in our first meeting as a team. We set the goal that we want to accomplish. And uh, we know that the job's not done until we accomplish what we want to accomplish. Yeah, same, same thing as Wendell. Um, I think taking it day by day, not looking too far ahead, um, and just knowing that, that if we want to accomplish our goals, we have to come to work every single day. Um, and doing that, we'll, we'll take care of the rest of, of, I mean, what we want to accomplish. So um, staying in the moment, working, working as hard as possible every day, and everything will take care of itself. You know, I'd like to just add something to that. You know, this, they can't play for me. They got to play for us. And we're not going to be good unless we own it. And it's like you can't do it for somebody. You got to do it for you, for your group. And so that's the mentality that we've had and you know, we'll continue to have. Straight ahead in the second row, gentlemen with a royal blue mask on. Hi, Coach Jake Piazza with The Chronicle. I wanted to ask a little bit about AJ and how his spirits are after the news and if there's any insight into what his recovery process is looking like. You want some inside stuff? Is that right? Just if you in chair. In front of everybody, why don't we meet in the hallway after this? No, AJ uh, uh, hurt his, uh, sprained his knee. Uh, no, no surgical stuff. Uh, nothing was torn or broken. And it's just a matter of uh, rehab and Hopefully it will be, you know, weeks. Not, uh, but I, I can't give you a timeline. He's off crutches, and uh, and doing well, but uh, still has a lot of therapy to go. We're gonna head to Luke DeCock on the left side towards the edge, please. Already been introduced. Um, you over the years have advocated for the ACC in a lot of ways, as much as you have for Duke, and and I'm curious as you transition out of the head coaching role, who in this coaching fraternity now do you think will advocate or could advocate for the league the way that you have? Say yes to Panera's new grilled mac and cheese. Panera, live your yes. Now $1 delivery. Well, I think all the coaches can, you know, uh, obviously Mike, Jim, guys who've been in it for uh, a while and have been in the ACC for, for a while. Uh, I, I think the, the main advocate for the conference is, I think he's already been up here, Jim Phillips. Uh, I think we you know, hit a grand slam in getting him as our new commissioner and, uh, and how he's looking at the league and especially this is a tumultuous time for college athletics. and how we are positioned in a, a power perspective and in a decision-making perspective. The ACC has to be a prominent force in that regard. And I think having Jim 
there it would be is great. And uh, and then the other Jim Beheim, for however long Jim is coaching, he you know he's just really not only outstanding coach, but he's a he's really smart about college sports. And uh, I would hope, and so is Mike. You know, Mike was our past president of the NABC. Not to, you know, I'm not mentioning a lot of guys, but those two specifically should, uh, and they already have. It's not like they haven't done it. Team, your next two questions will come from the right side of the room. If you would, please raise your hand high. Uh, Dana O'Neill with The Athletic. Mike, along those lines with the tumultuous times, as you've referenced, there's a lot going on at the NCAA level as well, and I think people are wondering about coaches having a voice in the room and having a say at the table. With your retirement, I think there's some concern as to who might do that. First of all, how unfair is it or how necessary is it that you guys have a voice? And secondly, who takes on that baton? Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, you, um, I think it's a time to develop autonomy for uh, men's and women's basketball and to look at it in a different way than, than the other sports. And the autonomy should start, uh, uh, first of all, in the legislative process so that we can have a more speedy response to the ever-changing landscape that uh, men's and women's college basketball has. Uh, as far as then structure, uh, that's going <laughs> to, who knows where that's going to be. Uh, I do think we're fortunate that in Craig Robinson, our executive director at the NABC, uh, we have a, a, a great man and someone who's really smart. And I think the NABC needs to show le uh, a leadership in, in that respect and in restructuring. I think it should be by division. I think it should be more power five or six centric. And, uh, and, and, and that should lead into the, re the rapidity that the legislative process should have where you have the resource in order to provide information to decision makers. And whenever a decision is made, someone from Craig, probably the guy uh, in the room, you know, to where you're not just reading a proposal, you're hearing about it. And if, if that's not allowed, there's a new thing called Zoom that can actually get you in, into the room. I, you know, we're, <laughs> it's crazy that that stuff isn't, hasn't been done. And, and, and so it's not crazy to think of the position that we're in right now. But uh, it's a time for change, and I think the coaches' associations for both men's and women's basketball should work together uh, and provide uh, an example and, and, and hopefully some solutions uh, in that regard. The last quick question will come to your right, third row. Hey, Coach. Pat Walter, WRAL. Hey, guys. Coach, you've given uh, feedback to the media before about just different types of questions, so I was curious. How would you like us, and what would you like us to know about covering your final season? Just be the effervescent people that you've been for <laughs> over four decades, where it's been so uh, exciting to be with you and uh, hearing your questions and, and reading, you know, what you actually think I said. And uh, so, no, just go for it and let's see what the hell happens. And on that note, Duke, good luck this year. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. 
Today's show was brought to you by our friends over at Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything that you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and they are the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On Blue Devils in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends over at Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action that you need here in 2021. With an updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. Also use promo code Locked On From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back into Locked On Blue Devils. My name is J.J. Jackson. That was fun to hear Coach K talking with Wendell Moore Jr. and Joey Baker, of course, in the main media room. He was very uh, – you could hear him. He was like, hey, ask my guys some questions. I want to talk. I want them to be able to, to talk and let you hear their voices. Trying to stress again, it's not his final season. It's not the way he's looking at it. Of course, it is his final season. He just doesn't want it to be referred to as that. Wants to be in the moment with this team as they try to win a championship, which would be his sixth, the program's sixth. And, of course, our sites are on six. We hope that that happens. All right, uh, coming up here is uh, another little break-off session with Coach K. A lot more detailed questions about the team, what to expect this upcoming season, and uh, just really enjoyed listening to Coach K. As Again, this has got crazy. It's like this is the last time we're going to hear him at an event like this promoting the upcoming season. Next year, it'll be John Shire walking around Charlotte trying to get folks hype for uh, the upcoming basketball season. So uh, let's listen to Coach K once again right here on Locked on Blue Devils. But we were a good team. We were a pretty good team at the end. And then just unfortunate what happened. So hopefully we'll be a, a good team this year at the beginning, in the middle, and at the end. That'll be a, a good goal. Coach, obviously a big part of this year's team is Paolo. What are some things you've seen thus far and what sort of player comparisons do you have? Yeah, I don't compare players. Uh, I think he's uh, he's a, a, a gift to coach because he he wants to be coached and he wants to be coached hard. Uh, he's unique in that he's over 6'10", over 250 pounds, but he's really got a guard, like a guard mentality. And a big thing for him is to learn to use. In, in high school or AU, you're never allowed to be as physical as you are right away in college, so to learn that. But he's, 
great teammate, and he has a great family who also wants them to be coached hard. And hard means honestly. And uh, so no, I love being with him. Excuse me. No, I, and it, it's tough when a kid sustains repetitive injuries and they're not necessarily the same. And uh, because you don't have continuity of work, so you might get to a level and you're not bad. It's particularly uh, tough for a freshman during this time because you're, you're learning a lot right now and so if he's out again I don't know the time here but say he's out a month that's that's difficult and then uh, he's very positive you know the prognosis is great it's not something that can be like a long term and uh, because there was no damage done that needs surgical uh, needs surgery just your excitement to have a Pat Cameron and a lot of these guys haven't been right. in Cameron with it. With that our practice. sophomores. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, we had a taste of Cameron on Saturday. Uh, we did a benefit for our children's hospital. We had about four or 500 people in it. You could, you could see that our players love that. And then uh, uh, Friday night, we have Countdown to Craziness and Tickets went on sale six o'clock yesterday morning. Kids camped out, they had parties. And so the anticipation of fans being there, you know, our guys didn't even have their parents last year uh, at games. So, uh, yeah, our game is about fans and emotion. And whether you're at home or on the road, it takes you. It takes everyone to a different level. And uh, uh, so I'm anxious to see what that does Friday and then move on from there. How do you feel about the rules of the game? Mandate? Yeah, the mandate, you know, again, it's going to be like football. They can say you're masked and watch everything. <laughs> you know, like the players, coaches, and referees are not masked. We already had referees in for our, our clinic with Brian Kersey and three of the veteran uh, ACC officials, which was great. And uh, they've had a great success rate with vaccination. Brian, you should actually ask him about that. Uh, and so, but you know, when you get all those people together, who's going to police that? Although our school pretty close to 100%. You know, vaccinated. So Duke's done a really good job. That my wife and I have been able to get our boosters. And uh, but actually, just about two weeks ago, along with our flu shot. So uh, I said, "What else you got to give me?" I'm used to getting a lot of shots being in the service. So. What are your expectations for Joey and Wendell this season? No, just to be themselves. They're better players. You know, we know each other to have two veterans. You know, we're more veteran this year than by far last year with them and with our two grad transfers with Theo and uh, with Bates. And uh, just the maturity in the locker room, uh, practice sessions and that. But uh, Wendell's made a, made a huge uh, step forward. Coach, you mentioned 
probably previously you said the game is about fans, it's about emotion. Do you ever, do you still get nervous before games? Is there yeah, I get nervous. I, you know, I mean, nervous doesn't mean afraid. You know, I'm not been afraid, but yeah, nervous. You, you know, yeah. it's a part of you want. You know, are there fans out there? Oh yeah, they are out there. You know, you shouldn't assume. Anything, you know. And if you didn't get nervous, I don't think it, you know, it, it would be right. You know, you, you, and you want to be, you want to be really good. Yeah, you want to be really good. Coach, the ACC has a long. long I'm history. sorry, I have a hard time. The ACC has a long history in Greensboro. And, right. And, uh, Jim was talking about possibly moving headquarters. I just wonder your thoughts on what you feel like you have. No, I don't have. I, I think whatever the, you know, it, Greensboro's been unbelievable. You know, the people there are great. I think what Jim Phillips did is what a, a new CEO should do. You assess everybody in the organization. You assess where we're at. You look at all, all the things. And, and so him looking at that, I think, is right. Uh, it'll make everybody better. You know, it'll make everybody better. But uh, obviously, Greensboro has been terrific for everybody. What does it mean to you to have such a... I apologize. I walked in when you were asking or answering a question about AJ. Um, how much of an impact for a guy who missed so much in high school is that on his development? Yeah, it's... Process? Yeah, it, for AJ, it has an impact because he's been injured a lot. Yeah, AJ went to one of the great high schools and an amazing high school coach. He didn't have the benefit of being coached by that coach, Pat, and uh, and being at that school last year. That 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 sets a kid back. And even if you're healthy, that, that sets him back. But it's particularly uh, bad when a freshman gets hurt because this is their main time for growth. So we'll see how that all go, moves along. What does it mean to you to, to look at, at your extensive coaching tree, not just uh, uh, around the, the nation, but in the ACC? What, is, what does that mean to you, your impact? The question was about what does it mean when you look at uh, your coaching. I, I don't look at my coaching tree. That, you know, although Mike's right across, and I'd rather not look at him. Uh, but uh, even though he's handsome and whatever, I notice he's got a beard now. And uh, but uh, no, yeah, you know, I've had an opportunity to work with really good guys. So uh, yeah, and, and, and also in U.S., uh, Adam Silver did a really nice thing a couple weeks ago. He had a dinner for me and my family up in New York and uh, invited all the people from USA Basketball, about 50. And so Tips was there, D'Antoni, Monty Williams, Nate, uh, Quinn Snyder, Jeff Capel, Wojo, Chris Collins, Johnny Dawkins, all the, the people who have, who've helped uh, Grand Hill. And when you look at like a room full. It was a night where wherever you were at, you know, in the cocktail party, you wanted to stay there all night. Then you moved to a place and you wanted to stay there all night. And then when you looked around, everybody wanted to stay in the place. You know, it was just, it was one of those beautiful nights. So 
by being associated for so long with such talent and such good people has been a, something you could never anticipate, really, when you start out with you. The team and what they've seen. Again, I can't understand about you. And talking to your players and asking them about this squad, two words stuck out and they both said it toughness and defense. What are you seeing from these guys during practice as far as what they'll bring to the court? Yeah, our team, uh, these guys have been really hard workers and uh, we're very athletic. And uh, our freshmen are more physically mature than normal. And uh, so there's a degree of physicality and toughness, but uh, the attitude's been great. And uh, I think a big part of that is how we've brought them together all summer and the fact that I've been able to be with them every day or every day that I, you can be with them. And, uh, and in my, not only that, but my focus is on them total. You're not going home and, you know, calling recruits and texting and all, all that kind of stuff. That doesn't mean I don't call recruit, but that's not on my mind. They're on my mind. And, uh, I would liken it more, a little bit about like when I coached the U.S. team and you're more of a pro coach, where that's what you do. You're not worried about who's going to be in the next draft or, or whatever. Uh, Shire and Michael Schwimmer spoke on campus. Shire and who? Michael Schwimmer spoke on campus last week about yeah, yeah. how you guys have been using analytics. What can you say about how you've been integrating analytics more in your coaching side? Well, we're looking and we're implementing more analytics. We There are two types of analytics. Uh, there's one that they're talking about with all the where guys shoot and percentages and, and all that. But there are also medical analytics. Uh, the medical analytics we started doing about five years ago with a sports scientist, and we monitor everything. And I believe in the medical analytics 100%, and I make decisions based on them with complete confidence. On the other analytics, I listen to and pay attention to, but I also add the feel of almost five decades of coaching. And because I still think that the numbers can lead you in a good direction, it doesn't provide you all the answers. And uh, uh, I, I, I think they can more in baseball than in our, our, our sport, but that's just me thinking about it. But I'm all for it, and that's something John is really interesting so you know, the last couple of years I've tried to learn more about that and not have a closed mind to it. Coach Wendell was talking about learning and getting confidence from his work and I think you mentioned the same thing over there. I'm sure a, a high school player coming to Duke is confident in his basketball ability so is it something that you regain the confidence that you came to Duke with? Is that what well there's something about singing in a church choir and singing on Broadway. Uh, yeah, when you're the best voice in the choir, that mean your best voice on, a, on 42nd Street or 46th Street or wherever. Uh, no, there's a, no. You can get knocked back, you know, by being in a different environment, or it can elevate you. It just depends. And uh, 
but there's a reality of the, I got to be better. And and uh, and then some guys get better quicker than others. And then guys, some guys stay healthy the whole time. So each kid has his different route. And then hopefully you can figure out a route together with, with them. You know, uh, Wendell's on a really good route right now. He, he's really put a lot of work in. Yeah, yeah. I've always believed Wendell. And I've believed in Wendell. When he came to us, he's 18. You know, like he's not 23. You know, and there's a lot of adjustments. He was. We, we have two kids on our from our freshmen who just turned turned 18 about a month ago. They're 18. He's only 20. You know, he's not 22. And there's there's just a lot. You have to give him a chance to grow. And with the rapidity of losing guys for good reasons in our program, in the last decade, a lot of these guys haven't had the luxury of having an older, really good player teach them. You know, uh, a fairy teaching a Leitner, a Leitner teaching a Hill. You know, guys along, along the way. This last decade, uh, it, it's different. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it's different. All right, guys, we gotta wrap it up. I still don't know what a defensive team. What are the clues to look for? I'm still looking for the clues. Now we go a long way from being a good defensive team, but we have we have the potential to be a really good defense. We've only practiced nine times, and somebody we haven't we played against our second unit, so like, we might. I don't think we'd even go undefeated against our second unit, but we'd have a good record. Amazing stuff here today, again, from Coach K, Wendell Moore Jr., and Joey Baker. All of that was at ACC tip-off. A lot of uh, talk about this upcoming season. They mentioned countdown to craziness is Friday. That's tomorrow. I can't wait for that. Friday night inside Cameron Indoor Stadium, countdown to craziness. It is going to be Awesome. Hope that A.J. Griffin continues to have a fast recovery from his knee sprain so he can get back out there very, very quickly for this Duke basketball team. Thank you again for listening to us. And again, thank you so much for making this your first listen when it comes to everything around Duke athletics. My name has been J.J. Jackson. Follow me on Twitter at underscore J.J. underscore Jackson underscore. Follow our show on Twitter at L.O. underscore Blue Devils. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app and you'll get the latest episode of Locked On Blue Devils as soon as it's available each day. Again, make sure you check out Locked On ACC with Candace Cooper for a good breakdown of everything going on in the Atlantic Coast Conference. That'll do it for today's show. Coming up tomorrow, we will have a conversation with Josh Cox as we preview the Duke football game versus Virginia. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.